0: Thanks for tuning in to a brand new episode of Tire Kicker. I'm Jeff and I'm Nate and I'm Julian and today we're going to be kicking the tires of one of the raddest models of cars that Chrysler ever produced. So throw on your members only jacket, spruce up that mullet and come for a ride with us as we talk about the one and only Chrysler Laser. Chrysler Laser. You guys remember the Chrysler Laser? Have any personal experience? Owned one? Anything like that? I remember son of Chrysler Laser. Um, the Dodge Daytona. Uh,
1: there you go. And and you know, I grew up in Daytona, and so it was yeah. very kind of like a it had a present, uh, you know, mm-hmm. feeling to it.
2: Real. So like people would drive Daytonas in Daytona and be extra proud of them of that. I
1: mean, I mean, it's just like that meme, right? So, I mean, you can imagine, like, you're a a semi-retired, like seasonally employed guy down in there in in Daytona Beach, Florida, and you're basically just, like, lounging at the beach and looking for some cool car to kick around and, like, make friends on the weekend, you know? Heck, yeah. Hey, there you you go. Got your Daytona and Daytona. That's right.
0: (laughs) Daytona squared.
2: I like that. That's awesome.
0: It's got Um, the turbo.
2: So... So Jeff, you had mentioned something uh, that you saw, and then we had all mm-hmm. we were all kind of talking about something else. So I don't know if you want to open with um, yeah. Your so, sighting.
0: so one thing that first and foremost, um, you know, I know this is a relatively new show for people, so just so they understand, Julie and Nate and myself, we've known each other for. For a while for a couple few years now and and uh, one thing the whole reason we kind of started this show is because we have a complete adoration for cars we love them almost every single year every single brand everything out there we we have some sort of a, a love and passion for cars and so that's where we started with this so the reason i'm saying this is that one thing that we do all the time is hey I just saw this on the road. What is this? Or, hey, I just saw this on the road. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen, you know, and stuff like that. So we're always sharing pictures and stuff with each other of, of different vehicles and stuff that we th- saw and got excited about. And so so it's, it's pretty rare for me to see a vehicle with my own eyes that's not at a car show, some weird European model or something like that that I've never seen before. And so I saw a brand new car that... I had never seen before. And I was totally enthralled by the look of it. And, and I'd never heard of it before. And so I had to walk around it to find out what it actually was because on the back of it, it just said stinger. And I'm like, there's no brand of a stinger. What the heck? Who Who's a stinger? What is that? You know? And so I walked around, I looked at the front badge and it said Kia. And I was like, huh, that is a pretty sweet car. So um yeah man it was wicked cool it kind of reminded me of like the four-door porsche you know and uh it had yeah yeah, the panamera there you go and uh it had brembo brakes on it and gosh it was just a slick car man so so cool i was like totally i was like i could totally see myself driving that as a dad you know and it still looks super sporty i don't know anything about the car anything i haven't done any research on it whatsoever besides the fact that it's a rad looking car. It's been a couple of years out and it's basically okay. like, um, at the time
1: and I think still now, I mean, it's basically Kia's kinda Hail Mary at the three series. And I mean, it's supposed to drive really sense. nicely, you know? Um, when you look at it, it's kinda nice uh mix up of styling. Um, kinda has the side vents like the Jaguars are doing, and then up yeah. front it has that nice kinda like um uh you know like, like these vampire tea spoilers that you see in a lot of things yep. the dodges have you know those uh side uh, what are those um there's got to be a word for it but you know but basically the very edge of the lower lower bumper where they stick out a little extra
2: yeah um, oh like yeah, the, see the, the splitter
1: yeah kind of like you above know, they're, they're the splitter? all molded like into above, the yeah they're all molded into the bumper now oh yeah you know, i see what but, you're saying
0: yep 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 yeah i see what you're saying
1: yeah, to pull it up. <laughs> and like you said, it looks a little bit like the Porsche Panamera. I think it looks a little bit like the Alpha uh Julia. Yeah. And then yep. um yeah, so it does a I think it does a good job of kind of catching some of those important sports car cues. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's supposed to deliver. Um
0: I have not driven one or, you know, seen one in haste. Yeah, but... I want to, man. Yeah. yeah, it was the GT, it was a Stinger GT. Okay. And yes. it was just Gosh darn it was cool. Twin Turbo V6. Yeah,
1: 3.3. You know, I mean that's yep. that's a good recipe.
0: It is. I wonder what the horsepower is on that thing. A million. It's gotta be up there. Yeah. A million. Two it's gotta million. be. <laughs> three seventy. 370, 370. Yeah, two fifty five to three sixty five. You're like, what's trading on my I know. <laughs> Dude, they're like not bad priced, man. No. No,
1: they are... That's what's crazy. Yeah. You know, and I, I think Kia and Hyundai have done a really good job of um, finding and building a car that does this for a good price. Yeah. They have done a really poor job of, like, building actual excitement around them.
0: Yeah. Like, the cars are actually pretty decent. They just... Right. You know, nobody knows it. Well, that, that that's a good point. I think Kia... They're doing very similar to Hyundai, where they're working to establish themselves, reestablish themselves. Whereas I think when Kia first really hit the market in the US, it was very plasticky, very cheap. Oh, man. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, what I mean, it, it, they were not very dependable. It just was like, here's a car for $9, you know, it's like, okay, you know, and, uh but then, you know, What's the past, scoop? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say like the past, at least six to eight years, they've been doing a pretty darn good job of trying to reinvent themselves. But the last couple years, man, they've been coming out with some stuff, you know, yeah. like the Stinger, like I said, the Telluride. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that mm-hmm. thing is gorgeous! And but again, uh, like, yeah, good for perfectly Kia. Perfectly marketed, you know, like they're that's yep. a great
1: vehicle that has a huge audience that Kia doesn't have right now. Correct, and, you know,
0: yeah. And I think they're doing a smart thing by making it affordable, though, too. You know, yeah. I mean the the affordability. I mean, like the specked out top of the line GT one you know which is the 365 370 horse you know gt stinger one or gt one stinger that's going for like forty-five thousand. like are you serious that's incredibly cheap yeah like dude i mean granted it's not you're not pushing you know 600 horse or anything like that like some of these cars you know but but still i mean 45 grand for a just a slick looking car like that oh man I don't know. It just reminds me of like you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, like the like today's like Chrysler Conquest. You know? Like they called the Chrysler Conquest mm-hmm. the the Chrysler's Porsche. You know? And this is kinda of like Kia's Porsche. You know, I think mm. it's I don't know. I think it's cool.
2: Either I, way. I, I agree with you, Jeff. I think uh Kia and Hyundai both have uh we talked about this before, you know, have um done a lot to improve their their image and their the product and uh, you know we were talking about this uh, last week or a couple weeks ago we weren't recording sadly uh, you know julian you were telling us oh, about yeah. how right. <laughs> hyundai had poached you know designers from you bet what, yeah bmw been, and absolutely and I'm just uh, like a
1: slow progressive path toward building you know peak awesome yeah. cars and exactly you know they you know again like um i was talking about marketing and how they kind of fell flat on that but styling wise they shifted probably about six or eight years ago when they picked up some vw people mm-hmm. and that's when they really kind of started getting um a little more serious i think and yeah. started kind of i mean you know uh jeff your kid has one i mean the, uh, yeah. the velocitors are sharp you know they're a good looking car mm-hmm. They're well packaged, and then now they basically they're adding that other half of the recipe. You know, they pick some R and D people up from BMW, and they're, um, yeah, I guess they're actually the head of M, right? So they're right. they're not fooling around. You know, I'm sure right. they yeah. paid a pretty penny to bring that guy on, and he he's doing it. You know, he's basically yep. built, um, you know, one of the, I'm not sure if it's the fastest, but at least one of the fastest hot hatches right now, and right. It's supposed to have incredible feel, yeah. which is. You know, the driver's car is a thing that I think the market um always tries to build and nobody ever buys, you know, except because they're usually sure. expensive or niche. Yeah. But, um yeah. but they draw people in, you know, and um yeah. they develop the engineering skills of the whole staff underneath it and things like that. And so, you know, it just it bodes really well for them and you know, now is nice, but in two or three years I think um
2: We'll be looking back at this moment and we'll be like, man, remember when the right, yeah, yeah. And I think you know, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, they've got to be, they're probably pretty affordable still. I mean, with the yeah. the hatches, um, and uh, yeah, just all of it. You know, you, you were talking about how the Stinger is competing with, um, uh, you mentioned like BMW. Um, I feel like the, the, Genesis, you know the mm-hmm. the gussied up Hyundai. I feel like you know yeah. they're that's they're directly competing with that, and they're probably more reliable for cheaper, you know, cheaper price. I mean, no. yeah. yeah, I'm an uneducated peon as far as you know if any of that's actually true or not, but I mean, they look uh, sweet.
1: I, I did mean. a quick googling. Um, so Infinity makes a car called the Q60, which. Uh, in my mind, I, I went to is kind of a comparable. It's not really because it's, I guess it's a, maybe a coupe. Um, at forty-two thousand, um, it's pretty similarly specced. It does have a three-liter, a three-liter turbo or a twin turbo. Mm-hmm. But um, pricing on that is actually thirty-two starting. Let me see if I find a better number. Wow. So that's actually pretty comparable to the Stinger, but that's a Stinger loaded. And yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. probably at the beginning of my option list over here
2: I know that the uh, the Genesis you can get them I want to say that they were starting around mid-30 high 40 or mid-30 low 40 um, yeah and then obviously you can if you get the highest of the high like the g80 or the g90 and you spec it out it's going to be you know 50 60 thousand dollars but mm-hmm. I mean you can get into these you know into these vehicles you know with their you know i don't it sounds bad saying like the lower tier but i'm like i don't care i'm like oh this yeah, thing's sweet yeah <laughs> yeah lower <laughs> tier back in the 80s was a big
0: difference nowadays it's not do
2: we want to touch it all on the other items or should we just yeah i think
0: so i think oh, so yeah. just just yeah. real briefly because yeah. we don't know a lot i mean we um you know, uh, at the time of recording this show, uh, this episode, this was new, new news to us. But it was just announced that Gran Turismo Seven mm-hmm. is coming out on the PS5. Oh, um, there's so a trailer. Excited. I know, dude. It's crazy.
1: Julian. Are you gonna buy one?
2: Are you gonna buy a <laughs> okay. PS5?
1: Here's the thing. I have never bought a new PlayStation until there's a Gran Turismo that I can't play.
0: Yeah, Dude, there you like go. high five.
1: I mean, I'm that's it. You. I mean there are people out there who are like the Halo junkies yep. and yeah. they just have to have the FPS, like the latest system for the FPS, but like Gran Turismo is such an epic game. Like you can yeah. I mean you basically just play it forever, right? And yeah. So um, I tried. Yeah, and I have too. I lost a <laughs> lot of really important years of my life. Um being a really good pretend driver, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to do it again.
0: Um, I'll have to see what the pricing. So fun comes fact, in. What's with the yeah, like tell what, me. what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I bought the PS One, yeah. I bought it strictly for Gran Turismo. Yes, and if you guys recall, they actually had the Gran Turismo package where it would come with the with the All game right. console, and so that's what I got. Uh-huh. And back in when I bought it, it was me and my roommate. We were living together and, uh, I worked the graveyard shift as a welder and I forget what he was doing at the time or whatever. And we barely ever saw each other. And, um, anyways, he was like going, I think his parents lived like an hour away. And so he was going home for the weekend. And so he left and I was like, see you later. Took off. I just cracked this puppy open. I hadn't slept because I had just worked all night. I'm like, I'm going to play this for a couple hours. And then, uh, You know, call it good. Mm -hmm. So that was like Friday. And I literally played that game until Sunday morning without (laughs) sleeping. I just could not stop playing it. I just loved it so much. I was like trying to get the the licenses and all that stuff. And and like, so I I remember I, I passed out on the couch and I must have slept for probably, I don't know, at least an hour or something like that. And it, what woke me up was he had this huge sound system connected to the TV, and I just remember I was driving like a '94 Camaro Z28, and it, I was like up against the wall, and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, what is that noise? And I like look up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I like fell asleep playing. <laughs> oh, dude, I was like up for like three days straight playing that game like a tweaker. Oh, it was man, crazy. <laughs> Now, Loved if it. you
2: actually were a tweaker, you could have you could have gone longer.
0: I could have gone at least two weeks. At least two weeks. I was so ashamed of myself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now I never pulled an all-nighter with that, but I did play. That was my Gran Turismo. Playing Gran Turismo with my cousins. Uh, I would when I was in high school. You know, around Christmas time, we'd get together. You know, at my grandma's house and. Uh, one of them would bring their console, and they had Gran Turismo, and that is where I discovered an RX-7. That's where yeah, I—that's where I found the Affini RX-7, mm-hmm. and that's where the attachment began. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, I spent a lot of time. So then, uh, eventually, you know, I got it. We got it at our house. You know, I played—I played a lot of it there. I had a PS2. I played whatever Gran Turismo's on there. Sadly I've played mostly uh the Forza series since I've been an exp on uh, Team mm-hmm. Xbox for so long now but uh, nice. this uh the new PS5 might be dude could draw me back in it. I haven't
0: bought a new console since the PS2 like I know that's that's sad but um yeah I just yeah, haven't whatever. I you know that's dad life yeah. came in and I mean it's still yeah. oh, thoroughly in play for me, but um but yeah, I'm just at a yeah. point now where I'm like, I need that game. <laughs> yeah. It's... I yeah.
1: I really don't know um like the PS five is pretty enticing, but it's such a big entry point and it's yeah. such like a me thing, right? Like yeah. we um so I have a PS three and I have a modded PS two and those are like mine. And then yes. my kid actually saved up like for two years and bought a uh, Nintendo Wii. Uh, sorry, not a Wii. A uh, Nintendo Switch. See how old I am? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> One of them Nintenders. One of them new Nintenders. Right. What do they got with the Mario? And that's right. yeah, he's uh, you know, but that's like the new console in my house, right? Is right. is Super Smash Brothers, and you know, it's not the same. And but like, I don't think he would sit
0: down and like play GT with me. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean. You, well, uh, uh, yeah, bro, you got me beat. We don't even uh. have a console. We the like literally, what? we got rid of my PS1 and PS2, Jeff. and. I know I know I'm failing as a dad the The whole reason we got rid of we got rid of our consoles and never bought anymore is because we have too many kids and they fight over who can play yeah. and stuff like that. Oh man, it's Do they different not have it's... any
1: ten player consoles, Jeff? Nope, there's no mm-hmm. ten player consoles,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like if we it, you know, seriously, it got you know, like it, when it was just my brother and I growing up, it was like, okay, I was always player two, you know, no big yep. deal. but it's another thing when you're like, player seven and you're like can i please play today no wait your turn you know like it would just it never went well jeff here's what you do
2: you get a bunch of arcade cabinets that have like four players don't they have ones with like four four players you know like street fighter kind of stuff you know just street
0: fighter tmnt yeah there's a bunch of them just throw the kids in there and be like you guys
2: play this i'm gonna play gran turismo
0: there you go that's (laughs) right or i'll just give them like a
2: ball of yarn yeah just go play with that Kick a, kick are you like cats? Do you guys like to play with the yarn? There um I'll figure out a way. So and another cool thing about so Grand Triz yeah, it's very enticing. I mean, we're all we're mm-hmm. all three of us are kind of like, yeah, I really want to play that game. Oh, and he, he, something cool. Chunky. Yeah. <laughs> another cool thing among all the all the other cool things that it has is that there's a a, a, a virtual, virtual only so far, uh, Mazda. New Mazda car, the um,
0: yeah
2: RX Vision GT3 mm-hmm. yes. concept, yeah, yes. um, which I they had some type of art like vision concept like that they actually made. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I, I've yep. seen a few videos of that, and that thing was wild. Like mm-hmm. it was beautiful, awesome. super
0: sleek. It was all curves. Yeah. Good for them, though. Th- think about this for a second. Think about how all these other manufacturers are just dropping like flies, it seems like. Like Mazda, I thought for sure would have like tanked a long time ago. You know, when you think I thought for sure they would have dropped before Pontiac did. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they just don't put out anything. But what they do put out is freaking stellar. And so good yeah. for them to like still yeah. be putting out this amazingness that you know, they
2: are. Honestly I'll I'll say about Mazda, like I I've never been a huge fan of like their non-sports cars or sporty cars like yeah you know
0: since like the sevs and yeah yeah, or like like the the
2: sedans and stuff i mean yeah i know that they had like the mazda 3 hatch you know the the mazda speed hatch for a while and yep yeah um but like just kind of currently i'm like they're just kind of like meh to me right now which is sounds crazy since you know i i have an rx8 and i had an R- had an rx7 and i've you know mm-hmm. enjoyed that stuff but it's like you're a fanboy it's, it's just it's just not it's not, not not the same you know yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well you i think
0: you bring up a, a solid point nate because i think there's two different style or two different people that mazda markets to they they market to just the general You know, obviously, but then they also know, I think they also know that they have these diehard ride or die Mazda fans that Mm -hmm. they will lap up, you know, the, the, the sporty stuff that they put out. Like, They will they, always yeah. be there ready for the next one, and they, they still have, have the Miata. Miata. Yeah. The Miata has yep, been... yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Been, and those Miatas are freaking sweet. I don't care what you are. say, I'm sorry. I know, like, those first, the, so the first gen, there's like little jelly beans and stuff uh-huh. like that, Adorable. but dude, they're you can still make those things freaking wicked cool. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but and the but latest they, this, one, yeah, yeah, goodness, are you pretty? Jeff, tell me, oh my gosh, those things are freaking yeah. sweet. They're and it's just like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. And it's like I, you know, it's just like you see the Miata and uh, great car. It's like I would love to drive that. And it's like you yeah. know, you're like, give us more. Like give us, yeah, give us more. Yeah, <laughs> take yeah. take but away think, a, a CX seven or a CX nine and give us an RX. Something. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I
0: think that's what it is. I think they're doing it right where it's kind of like um, it's kind of like you ever gone to a restaurant where they've been around a long time. It's like you go inside and it's not really updated and stuff. It's kind of dingy. The food's pretty, gar- pretty good and everything. But you get the menu and there's like 190 different things you can choose from. And you're like, oh, gosh, give me like 15 minutes, Cheryl. Come back and I'll give you my order. Or you go to some of these other you know, restaurants that are a little bit more hip and new and stuff. You got about 15 things to choose from. You're like, okay, I'm going to get this, this, and this. It's because they found out what really, really worked for them and what, Mm people loved and enjoyed the most and it's like why have all this other nonsense just taking up space in the refrigerators and stuff when we can just focus on this and i think that's what mazda does very well and i think that they have to have those cx-9s and things of that nature in the mazda 3 and stuff because they're still you know they need some of that bread and butter money and they need to have that you know to kind of help develop their other lines and Because again, they're not putting out two million Mazda Miatas, you know, or something like that. Right. So, but um, I don't know, man. But good on them, man. Mazda, I love um, them.
2: Yeah, so I'm excited to see maybe that uh, that uh, Vision concept will come back in some form.
0: I don't know. You know, it's been about
1: five or four or five years since it first came out, and this most recent most recent year, I was actually pretty excited because they kept hinting at something, and what they brought out instead. Um, was basically and I don't even think it had the rotary rotary extender in it but it was basically an electric car with a potential rotary extender and oh. so um I think it was the CX30 or something like that um I'm, I might be misquoting the letters but um no no it was RX that was the other part of it yeah it it, it not anyway so I think that they may have lost the plot a little bit on that uh, mm-hmm. at least on the rotary yeah. side like I just don't think that they're going to be able to um, do it the way they did before which was a really yeah. like kind of affordable like you have an RX-8 Nate, and that's kind of a, like a wonder car it has the extra door and it has the you know I know it's freaking awesome yeah you can do everything with <laughs> it yes it is I mean, it's still got a, to it's this got day, a spacious awesome. trunk mm, that I can get yeah. groceries yep. with
2: and put my kid in the back
1: and then wrap home
0: I mean yeah, it's, yeah. Just, yeah. Like,
2: just wind it up once or yeah. twice
0: oh gosh Dude, you're making me like jealous of your car again.
2: <laughs>
0: so, guy's you guys you let me you let me drive it. Yeah. And I oh. almost didn't give it back to you. Did you wind uh. did you get to wind it out? <laughs> he did. First thing. First thing he's like, "You let it wrap it out." Yeah. Wrap it. Out. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> you, what, you what I told you too. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, so, I've driven both you of it. your guys' models. It's,
2: it's for the health of the vehicle. Yeah. You know, you yeah, got to you got to redline it, it. Redline a day. Yep. That's right. So, and I'll tell you guys, it's you might think this is kind of silly, but like I, I, uh, I finally like peeled out in it, like at a stoplight, like yeah, a week like, ago. Like, like I just revved it up. Yeah, exactly. I Damn revved it. it up and I just dropped the clutch and I'm like, eee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? How did it do? Did it do all right? Oh, yeah,
2: I can spin the tires. This, you can make it, it squeal yeah. easy? It's just yeah. Lit
0: them up pretty good. <sighs>
2: it's fun. Nice. We'll have to get a
0: GoPro hooked up, check it out. All of our yeah. listeners are like, "Okay, we got to see Nate's eight out there."
2: That's right, running um, around
0: at the grocery so, store.
2: Yeah, yeah, going to the grocery store or going to right. uh, driving to the car wash. Yeah, yeah, you pick up your son from daycare. Yeah, daycare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, so Hang hurt. on, son. That's All right. right.
2: We're going to autocross on Forty uh, Eighth Street. That's right. Um, That's right. So, so we've. Uh, should we exit the rubber lounge and?
0: Um... Yeah, I think so. I think it's a good, good, good. <laughs> and let's hit, hit point What, what we're
2: what we're meaning to talk about here? Our episode's all about right. the uh, Chrysler Laser. Jeff, I'll let you take it away. <laughs>
0: Chrysler Laser introduced October 1st 1983 what a great year I was 5 Yeah <laughs> I was 5 that's awesome So clearly couldn't drive the car yet um but uh yeah uh it was actually um introduced in like I said in 83 and immediately had a huge like impact to the auto world because it was Chrysler's first sports car that they ever put out. And uh, it was deemed by, I think Car and Driver said um, it was listed as one of the top 10 most wanted production cars in the United States. And that's like alongside like the Datsun 280ZX Turbo, Mm -hmm. the Mustang GT, the Camaro Z28, the Porsche 944, you know, like, went right alongside of those cars. Yeah. And so, it was really cool that Chrysler had never done a sports car before. And then they come out and they start competing after the big dogs. And, you know, it wasn't as fast as most of those cars, but it out-maneuvered them. It out them. them. Um, in some cases, it out-styled them, if you ask me. Um, but, no, rad, rad car. Um, so, it came... The first year, uh, you could get just the bone stock version, which was just a naturally aspirated 2.2 liter with about 95, 96 horse, and then you could also get the second version, which was the XE, and it was the 2.2 liter turbo one motor, and that was pushing a whopping 143 horsepower with about seven and a half pounds of boost. So back then, that's pretty big. That's pretty cool. So um, they did about uh, zero to 60 in about eight and a half seconds. And surprisingly, which was kind of funny, I thought it was a great marketing technique. It actually was faster, zero to 50 then the Z28, the Porsche 944, the Datsun 280ZX, and a couple other cars. And so I thought it was funny that they, they said the 0 to 50 was quicker than those cars, because it was. They actually beat those other cars. But 0 to 60, it's like that, that, that fourth gear. <laughs> it was just a dog gear in it. <laughs> it's like, we can get up to 50 quick, but from 50 to 60, you're going to be in for a little bit of a haul. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think it was slow by any means. But um, But what was really cool about it, was that it had impeccable styling, tons of options, tons of options. And uh fully loaded it was about eleven thousand dollars. So in today's numbers that's, you know, roughly around twenty five grand. You know, so when you think about it, that's not bad. For a twenty five thousand dollar vehicle, it's wow. not bad at all. So
1: um no, yeah, obviously you are right. I mean it was right in the pocket with all those other cars. You know, you mentioned the nine four and the Z X and all those are like eight to eight and a half second cars. Um, yeah. you know, the arc seven of that year had like 147 horsepower. So it's not, you know, numbers wise very far off there. And, uh, that was also kind of an eight, eight and a half second car at the time. I mean, it's
2: very relevant right. in terms of the numbers and then. Right. You
1: know, and was it, and it was, and yeah, those-
2: like, yeah, it was cheaper. So, I mean, that's yeah. to me, like if I was going out and shopping for a car and it, you know, back then, um, uh, you know, I've just with no bias or no just no loyalty any one way or the other. I'd yeah. be like, you know, that Chrysler, that Chrysler, I'm gonna go for that thing. Cause...
0: Well, exactly. When you think about it, like so, for example, you're comparing that up against the Camaro Z28 and the Mustang GT. All right, mm-hmm. so those got roughly 14, 15 miles to the gallon, right. where this car got 35 miles to the gallon. You know, so and keep in mind that was around the gas war age. You know, so it's yeah, like, dude. You and know, actually, gas yeah, mileage wasn't like, big full deal.
1: Stripper model with the base engine, it, you could get up to like forty-two highway.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Did you? I'm sorry. Yeah, did you say stripper? Uh, yes, yes. yes. A base a base yes. model. Is that <laughs> tire kicker? What do you the call arc? them in Nebraskers?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard stripper, base model. stripper model. Base model. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. But no, you know, the application need... is different. Yeah
2: wasn't even thinking about that the gas mileage i mean the the gas mileage combined with the performance mm-hmm. and you know the, the the awesome styling and you get it you know loaded with some pretty great options and it's still you know it's cheaper and it's going to save you money on gas you know right. in the long run i mean
1: yeah and in a lot of ways too this is a car that's kind of like um aspirational you know more so than i think different type of aspirational um than say the Mustang or the Camaro, which is really like the old school V8 American formula. And yeah. the Mustang even was doing some turbo four at the time, but yeah, um, the they, they were benchmarking like the Audi Quattro and, yeah. um, you know, some of these other European cars like the BMWs at the time. So those are their, mm-hmm. those are like their target. Cause you think about it, this isn't like, uh, you know, it turned into the Dodge Daytona, but Chrysler is like a, you know, more of a uh, plush, um, yes, uh, kind of like the Buick, to the Chevy. End, yeah, yeah, yes. I don't, yep, I don't yep. uh, more comfortable car. I want to say more, more appointed. You know, and there so you yes. Yeah, they
0: were definitely yeah. the adult line. Yeah, right. so even like, so even the styling. Obviously, anybody that's listening to this, you got to know the Chrysler Laser was exactly the same thing as the Dodge Daytona. We're missing this on purpose <laughs> because we like to go after the rare. You know, and the the Laser. The numbers of it were so far smaller than the Daytona, yeah. and yeah. Uh, the Daytona sold tons of numbers and stuff. But the reason for it was, is like you're saying, the Chrysler was mm-hmm. more refined. It was actually um, designed towards the adult. It's not it wasn't designed towards the sixteen year old. And, uh, so they took a lot of the badging off, you know, like the, uh, the, uh, you know, the Dodge Daytona, you know, turbo and stuff, it had big turbo badges on it and things of that nature, you know, it was all about being flashy and Mm -hmm. I'm fast and stuff. Whereas the laser was like, ah, we'll just make it really sleek and slick looking. Absolutely. They did a good job, you know, but it's funny. We're talking about how they're competing against everybody, you know, um, you guys know what their tagline was? No. (laughs) <laughs> so their tagline, I thought it was is golden, and it's so, like, 80s. says, the competition is good. We had to do it better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's, That's great. so great. <laughs> I can so hear that in some 80s, like, an announcer voice. Right, uh, I'm yeah. I'm going to find some Yeah, commercials. yeah exactly. Lee Iacocca asked his engineers
0: to build a sports car. Remember, the competition is good. We've got to be better. Make it fast. Give it fuel-injected turbo power. We did. From zero to 50, Chrysler's new Laser XE is faster than the Camaro Z28, Trans Am, Toyota Supra. Make it handle. Give it front-wheel drive and nitrogen shocks. We did. Laser beats Mustang GT, Master RX7, and Transam in the slalom. Make it break new ground in advanced technology. Give it a brain. We did. Onboard computers monitor more functions than its competitors. Make it luxurious. Rich Mark Cross levers are available. Make it right. Back it with a five-year, 50,000-mile protection plan. We do. Nobody else does. Make it affordable. We did. Chrysler Laser XE. The competition is good.
1: We had to be better. Are you a man of the times? It's the freaking 80s. Let's face it. In 1984, nothing's cooler than lasers and talking computers. (laughs) This is a front-wheel drive rocket ship.
0: It has them both. It's got them both. Well, let's let's speak about that for a second, though. So, it... Dude, some of the options that this thing came with. Okay, so first off, I have to explain. Oh, yeah. My it's brother.
1: Like one of the most customizable cars of the Totally. Early years. There were
0: so many options back then. My brother had an 86, um, X, XT, I think, or XE, whichever. And I think it was XT. I think that's why he had an 86. It had XT and XE. And uh, he had the XT, so it was a turbo, fully loaded. It had, le- I'm just going to start dropping it. All right. It had T tops. It had louvers. It had fully customizable seats with a freaking hand pump for the lumbar. Just like Reebok, baby. That's right. That's what I'm saying. They were like Reebok pumps on your butt. It was amazing. You know how those came to be, right?
1: No. So listen, during development of this car, they realized that if they had more seat bolstering, the driver could go faster. But they couldn't nice. sell you some kind of uncomfortable seat. You're a large
0: American. <laughs> <laughs> You're a large American. <laughs> you need adjustable comfort. You need bolstering lumbar oh support God. for you, for you <laughs> on your way to Burger King. <laughs>
1: Perfect. And then there's like some kind of a release valve too. What did that sound like? Did yeah, you ever have you experienced Oh yeah, this totally. In it text? released,
0: man. It was a tss, just like it, <laughs> it was the same. It was the same bulb that you see at the doctor. I promise you it was the same thing. It was awesome. So, I'm going
1: to I'm going to tell you something really candid yeah. right now. If my brother had had that car, he would have farted into the bulbs
0: <laughs> and then released them when I got into the car. You know, come to think of it, I wonder if my brother ever did. <laughs> but, okay. I'm just going to put this. So here for other me, cool features of the car, other Sorry, got no, really totally distracted, fine. other cool features of the car. I don't know if you guys remember this, but this was like an all like it was the upgraded stereo version. It was called the ultimate sound system with a graphic equalizer. So you could get AM FM, you could get AM FM with cassette or you could get the ultimate sound system. That was AM FM with cassette and a <laughs> built in <at> graphic equalizer. <laughs>
1: Who is not going to pick
0: this? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. And, okay, we haven't even gotten to the icing with the cherry on top. It had a digital dash. It was it. full on. It had the the graphs that went up and down. And that was for, um, it did, like, the, the tack, the coolant, the voltage, oil pressure, fuel lever, with the bar graphs going up and down. Full digital. And... It was like kit, the car would talk to you. It would tell you, it would mm-hmm. freaking tell you if you had a tail light out. Why don't cars and do it's that? Like
1: that 80s voice.
0: Yeah, it was your like the most like <laughs> It was like an alien living in your in your trunk, you know, talking to you. Yeah, it was so disembodied. Um but but seriously. We don't have cars that talk to us today that tell no, us man. that the taillight's out. This is like the era know? of Viper is armed, you know? This is... Yes.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Now, so didn't oh. the 300ZX also talk to you back in the 80s? Yeah, I think it did.
0: I think it did. Like I think they were all thing? trying to go after that. Chrysler did that. And I mean, even the New Yorker, I mean, they were thrown at and everything. We're like, we're so future. So Your door is a josh.
1: Also super retro, right? Because this is like nested in a wood
0: grain dash yes yeah. yeah and like a New Yorker exactly it's
2: like what now what happens when the uh when the talking robot malfunctions and it's like <laughs> door is a jar and you're going down the highway you know like 60 miles an hour oh
0: it'll just keep going door
2: is a jar door is no a jar. it's a door yeah. no it's a door I swear to you <laughs>
0: yeah that is like the oldest joke ever yeah that's the best. That's like that dude that that came, that's the other thing. That was the the other last feature we forgot to talk about. It had a built-in dad joke. Mm. <laughs> there
2: you go. The
0: door is a jar. No, it's a door. <laughs> and all the kids are like, "Shut up, dad. That's so
1: stupid." That'd be like, like a super Daytona Beach pickup line, too. Oh, you think it would? Yeah. Yes. I think if you I think if you're in your Chrysler in Daytona
2: you could, you could use hey, that line. Hey, Julian, I, I, your car's saying your door is ajar. <laughs> You'd be like, no, miss, actually, it's a door. As a matter of fact. What are you doing right now? You want to go want to do some blow and go watch the dolphins? <laughs> do I Do some know. blow. That's in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: This gosh. is Florida in the 80s we're talking about. That's right.
2: right. That's right, man. Uh,
1: something kind of cool. Um, I think that it was maybe the first american-made front drive turbo sports car yes it was okay yep good point um yep it kind of was uh i I was reading i was reading reading some stuff and i watched some videos and one of the cars they compared it to at the time was the Saab 900 turbo which is one Mm. of my favorite kind of old um crap cans i guess uh, to use an endearing term um Right, and so I kind of like that too. and really, it fits that really great formula that you know, two ish, two and a half liter, boosted for, um, and they did some really cool stuff, I guess, with the suspension too. Um, something yeah. that uh, car companies don't even aren't even smart enough to do now. Um, you know, like uh, equal length half shafts, and so you ended up eliminating mm-hmm. a bunch of torque steer. Um, just with a basically a extension piece of hardware. Um, whereas like my 2010 Audi doesn't do that, you know? And, um, it's funny, like the Mark seven GTI throws software at the problem, you know, it's like, well, you know, yeah, in the eighties, <laughs> Chrysler yeah. did this thing and they just put a, they just put a piece of metal in the
0: middle, you know? That's right. It's like, well, what who would do such a thing? What? Like, well, as a matter of fact, right. it makes it a lot better. But what is our computers team going to do now? You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to write a program to do this. We're just gonna put a piece of exactly. metal in there. That's hilarious. That's so funny. It's like, yeah. it's like over-engineering the the solution. You know, yeah. you, you put a piece of metal in and fix it, or you can fight it with a computer program. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff, uh, I'm guessing you've had experience driving this car.
0: So, yes. So, I have experience driving the car. Like I said, my brother purchased this car. I'm trying to remember what year that would have been. That would have been probably 93, I believe. And uh, his was, like I said, it was an XT. And it was black on black. And it was just a slick, gorgeous car. And it had these six-spoke um, wheels on it that they looked like they were like, they almost looked like the fiber ride wheels or whatever, like a, like a plastic almost. Um, I'm assuming they had to been metal, but they looked like they were plastic and then they're just a 15 inch wheel. But I just remember he had like 40 series tires on that thing. So they're like super wide tires. And again, you just didn't see that on front wheel drive cars back then. Mm -hmm. And so it was just such a cool looking thing. And it had that vented hood on it. And, uh, Yeah, what was what was fun about it though, was that it was total sports car, and so I say that because Mm. I had at that time I had an '87 Dodge Shadow Turbo, yeah, and uh, which was basically the exact same car. I mean, let's absolutely Chrysler was just you know, just pumping out those K cars, you know, and and it was just a different different body, you know, on every single thing. Yep, but um, but my Dodge Shadow was clearly nothing like this laser and uh you know i was definitely jealous a, of him with a this shadow car of it
1: if you will as it was, ooh, yes ooh, exactly
0: ooh. i mean they're basically the same motor you know and everything yeah. there was i think suspension wise he was yeah blowing I know. Out of the water it, it, and stuff you know but but i mean on a drag strip and everything it was purely driver at that point you know who was faster yeah. so Um, but as far as like overall look and appearance and, and stuff like that, gosh, dang, that thing was slick and it drove really smooth. It had a quite a bit of torque steer in it. Um, which is kind of shocking because that front end man goes on for days on that car. You know, it was pretty big front end on those things, but, um, but no, they were just, I feel like they were like, uh, I I think what, you know, what was cool about it is like those front ends were had the four headlights and Mm -hmm. stuff much you know, in comparison to the z twenty eights and things of, of that nature yeah, and stuff absolutely and, and uh but the back seats were just like yeah, you know, it's a sports car, even you, you're not gonna fit you know anybody back there it's a tiny little you know tiny little butt back there, but um, but no man, they were just cool sounded it sounded really cool, it drove really really cool, it was just a cool car man it was really and sadly, my brother unfortunately. Um, he'll probably listen to this and cry because I'll bring up a bad memory, but sadly he totaled it. Um, there was a, a girl, he was driving down the highway, and there was a, a gas station, and this girl pulled out right in front of him, oh, and he he tried to steer to miss, took the whole front of her car off, and sheared off a whole section of his car, and he went flying across the highway down through a ditch and landed on top of the railroad tracks. And uh, luckily, they got everything stopped in time, and everything. But, but yeah, totaled the car. It was so sad because it was such a gorgeous car, you know. And uh, yeah, too bad. What you guys have any experience
2: with the laser? Or the Daytona yourself, or um, I, <clears throat> not really. I mean, I uh, was aware of uh, the Daytona. I actually didn't know that there was a, a Chrysler Laser. Like when you first kind of told us, you know, we were thinking of ideas of cars we wanted to talk about, and you're like, Chrysler laser. And I'm like, you mean like the Talon laser uh, yeah, eclipse no, that thing? Was the laser. Laser. Yeah. 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 Yep, that was so, the but one that, gen. so that's, that was my yep. only experience with, uh, with, or uh, knowledge of laser. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, you know, I've seen Daytonas around. Not yet. I hadn't seen a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and i th- i wanna say that uh my brother in law had one back in the day before before I met him, but apparently he had a had a Daytona like when he got married or something but yeah i don't I don't have really an experience with him,
0: yeah, and it was kind of like to me this is kind of like um comparing like when you say the Daytona versus the laser to me it's kind of like mm-hmm. the conquest versus the starion yeah you know where you're going to have a group of people that, like, only remember the Conquest and a group that only remember the Starion, you know. But to me, the Conquest was cool. The Starion was just, like, a little bit cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's the same thing with with the Laser and the Daytona. And it was just shocking to me. But, again, kind of alluding back to what Julian was saying, it was the adult version um, of the Daytona. And they, after 86, they were like, we're going to push the LeBaron. And it was like, Yeah, yeah it you turned into really so the LeBaron. I mean, it it did. It of as a
1: K-frame, bo- uh, right? G-body K-frame. Yep. And yep. so it's just like all those other K cars. It's just, you know, a little dressier, you know? And I yeah. think maybe sh- um, it, it's extended frame, but it's still pretty short wheelbase. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun, you know, it's under 100 inches. Mm-hmm. And um they they kind of did this thing too where you know it's an inexpensive sports car and to mark it up to basically like chrysler prices versus dodge prices is probably difficult for buyers yeah you know it is
0: yeah when you're basically buying the same thing you're just getting some different options it's like
1: the nissan infinity thing they both you know the 350 or the g50 or g37s and you know some people will
0: just not spend the money and some people will right yep exactly yeah so yeah, so they they pushed the Lebaron in yeah, 87 right. it evolved yep. Into that. and yep and and that was fine and then basically the Daytona continued and it continued mm-hmm. on up through 89 and then in 90 um that's when the Plymouth laser came out and the Eagle Talon yeah. came out and the Mitsubishi Eclipse came out and mm-hmm. just completely stole the show, you know yes. and it, and it went that way so yeah. um which that'll be another episode. But, so,
1: you know, um, some pieces of it lived on. I, I was reading that the front suspension donated a lot of pieces to the Prowler project. Really? Uh, okay. Oddly well. enough. I um, you know, that's like one poorly referenced source, but uh, they seem to have a lot of other good <laughs> Come information. Come
0: on, dude. Those cars were cool.
1: <laughs> they are, no, no they were amazing. But, I mean, yep. the fact that that suspension yep. basically lived through that you know, yeah. evolution is pretty but, cool. again, you know, like though, said, I mean, it, it was a... K-body before, suspicion. Laser, and then it became LeBaron. Mm-hmm. And LeBaron mm-hmm. was built to, like, the mid-'90s, you know? Yeah, So dude. this is something that they developed in the late-'70s and ran for 15 years. Yeah.
2: I probably saw yeah. a lot more LeBarons than I did uh, Daytona's. Yeah. Lasers and, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, the... we
1: had, uh, I think it was a Plymouth Colt, which was, like, the uh, Dodge Omni, which actually shared. Yeah. And this is, so this is how little experience I have with this car. I'm having to give you like the the Arkansas brother cousin um that I did have which was the the Colt basically um, Yeah. but the Colt did share a lot of the front end stuff as well and then um I guess they made like the GLH um one that had the same motor right and that was a yeah. that was the that was their hot special correct um and but that was a fun little car i mean the little the little Plymouth i mean you you plan it just spend, I mean it was lighter than anything. I mean, I think that's something to mention too. Like these are 2,400, 2,500 pound cars.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. Dude, they scooted. They did, man. That's a Miata. Yeah. Yep. And again, you got to think about it in the eighties, even in the nineties. I mean, like, let's be real. Like there was no 16 year olds buying these in like 83 or not very many, let's just say. And so like, when these things became very affordable, it was when our era you know at least my era anyways yep. you know i'm 42 it was when our era was like okay we can afford these things and they were mm-hmm. like prime for the picking and there were so yeah. many of them i mean gosh absolutely. dude absolutely and that
1: that's why Dodge there are none craze. right now right cuz yeah. like all these like teenagers with just enough disposable income um ran girls off of gas station roads yeah. you know just yeah it's uh you know it's just unfortunate but that's that that kind of happens with all cars right they hit this um this bottom point where just about anybody can buy them. You know, it's happening to like Z threes and Porsche boxsters and it happened to the RX sevens, you know, and they're finally turning around and, um, you know, yeah. So they just, they hit that point when, you know, when you're talking about Jeff and that's when Mm we lost them all, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of sad to say, I mean, they obviously, they create a lot of memories, you know, in that process.
0: Um, yeah, but it is, it's sad. mm -hmm. And they're just all finally, kind of going away, and I, I, I there was one point I wanted to remember I wanted to bring up, and I'm glad mm. that I'm thinking about it. Now, everybody is bringing back the Charger and the Challenger <laughs> and all these things, right? Yeah, like, and yeah, I, retro I is I am, cool now. Dude, I'm telling you, please, I'm begging Chrysler, Dodge, anybody, whoever's out there still, Jeep, please oh. bring back the 80s, you know? Like, there's so many wicked cool cars from the 80s that they just, I mean, and it doesn't just have to be Dodge. I mean, it could be. There's a lot of cool cars that that were pumped out, you know, that mm-hmm. just please bring it back. You know, that'd be so. And I'm not, and I don't mean just throwing a tag yeah. on it saying I mean, this is the laser. You know, like I want to see that same styling, just you know, with our our
2: technology and stuff. So you know, Jeff, and, what about yeah. this? Okay, so what if they? I'm um, you. We sh- we could make that a part of the show. I think you could like write a letter to Chrysler, an impassioned. Yes. <laughs> plea for them to bring back the you know in some form bring back like the laser like what do you think they could put it in like a like a like use the dart like the 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 new mm. dart like a fr- you know base then like just you know style it into something worthy of the laser moniker Right, well, you gotta think though,
0: I mean, like that 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 k car was just there were so many different versions of that, like mm-hmm. sure, why can't they why can't they do that again? You know what I mean, I don't yeah, like I mean, it they was so of, they, hot they do, like,
1: right, they do that, mm-hmm. yeah you know, if you look at like the Fiat five hundred, which is in their stable, sure, yeah, that donates all the way across to Jeep, you know, and you get a Jeep renegade, it's basically a fiat five hundred that's true, body that's true yeah. and stuff like that and so they um, have the you know.
2: power they just need yeah. they need and they need the people jeff i think they need I think, you
1: yeah. jeff you need some patience you know i think <laughs> uh, here's what no hear me out hear me out right? i'm like so, turning
0: the key on a renegade like i guess this
2: is cool <laughs> this is my laser guys no jeff you this buy a just renegade like a, this isn't this is...
0: what i thought
2: <laughs> and... <laughs> this isn't what i wanted and it keeps playing that renegade song on the stereo no matter That's what. I can't turn it off. So, Julie sorry, Julian, you were uh- no, no,
1: no. So, yeah, I was just thinking, you know. Okay, so we're talking about the '80s Dodge Daytona, but they make a Dodge Daytona right now, and they made a Dodge That's Daytona true. before it. You know, if we want to be honest, like the, um, like the, uh, they made the Daytona IROC, and it, like it wasn't the first Daytona, it wasn't the first right. IROC. Like it's, it's just you know the in Julian. the middle. You know, I want but
0: I a know you Chrysler want, but, but Laser XT with t tops and louvers. It's and a digital
1: dash. So how how many years between the OG Daytona and your Daytona? Oh,
0: right. That's 15, true. They're, 15 they're catching years up or
1: so. Right. So yeah, I think if you wait another and then, ten or fifteen. Right, and years, then by that time the, we'll be like approaching
0: yeah. retirement age, and they'll be like, "Here's your Chrysler Laser." Sixty-five thousand dollars, and we'll be like, "Listen, oh, okay, you are Thaddeus Walker. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are from Tennessee. <laughs> you are a
1: semi-retired professional surfer. You know, down in down in Daytona,
0: <laughs> semi-retired, sixty-five-year-old professional surfer, named yeah. Thaddeus Walker. But, you know, he's
1: a oh. he's a child of the '80s. You know, that's and, right. Uh, he goes by T had." Yep. T had, T had, no, t-had it goes all. by th- Thad at all, Thad Daddy, Thad, <laughs> Baddy I'm a Thad, thad. Thaddy. Thaddy Daddy, Thad Daddy, get in her, and light it up, <laughs>
0: light get it up. her done. <laughs> Apparently,
1: those cars were actually pretty quick. We, I mean, we were talking about peeling out. I mean, I know you had a few other um, mm-hmm. kind of compared to it, but I think it was actually as quick as the Mustang and the Camaro yeah. at the
0: time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, turbo makes torque. So, yep. Well, that's what was funny, and we can. I'm sure there'll be an episode coming up cuz it's one of my favorite cars ever produced but um you know my I my one of my favorite cars I ever had I should say was the 88 Dodge Shelby or not it was actually a Dodge Shadow but it was a Shelby CSXT um that's what I had and so these cars like the Laser had about 146 horse and the Dodge or the Shelby uh, CSXT had a 176 horse. Which is, 30 horse back then was a huge improvement, and uh, I was racing Mustang GTs and Camaros and stuff like that and beating them all day long, and they were just, people would just be banging their heads like, why is this little car, why is this Dodge Shadow beating me, this isn't fair. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't know who Carroll Shelby is, do you? And they're like, who? And I'm like, yeah, that's (laughs) what I thought. Exactly. Exactly. What do you know about horsepower to weight ratio. Exactly. Yeah. Your car is a thousand pounds heavier than mine, and I uh, <laughs> and I got about the same horsepower as you. So and that's before you that's get in. It. That's exactly. That's before, that's before you waddle into your car there. Yeah. And granny shift, and yeah, either oh, way. Man. But yeah. I digress. So More I think. This is probably a good point that we can move no, on. No, You have obviously not moved on. We'll talk no, about other things. That's why right. you haven't moved on, so <laughs> we're not moving on.
1: Anyway, anyway, ten more years. They won't be able to make V eights anymore. You'll get your front wheel yes. drive Dodge oh, Daytona. That's and everybody Daytona. who has a current
0: Daytona is just gonna like face palm and cry. Yeah. And then Until I'm the cycle
1: like, continues,
0: you know? You're going to see me in, like, the old like Toyota videos of me, like, jumping up yeah. in the air. Like, my legs kicking behind me and just grinning ear to ear. Freeze the shot. And they're like, we made three people happy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like,
1: yes. One of them doesn't know why he's here. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's funny.
2: Jeff, you could buy a dart. You buy a Dodge Dart and just turn no. it into a laser. Just, no. just custom oh. body kit. I'll Loomers. buy you
1: some '80s badges on eBay
0: and some super glue. Yep. yep. I I know I'm gonna distance myself some from some tire kicker fans here, and I'm sorry because <laughs> I, I I mean no ill will, but I do not like that Dodge Dart. I'm so sorry. No, oh, I'm is, not a
2: fan of it either. Really, I'm it, just, it it I, I I'm thinking it's I, the closest I, thing.
0: I'll I'll play yeah. the masses. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. <laughs> Have you driven one? No, dude. But I'm I'm trying to be, you know. I drove one. In it, I it's, so it's not bad. It's not ugly. I won't yeah. give it that. It's, it's an not Avenger. ugly. It's the new Avenger. It, kinda, yep. Kind of. And yeah. like you look at it and you're like, hmm, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's not bad. And I've seen some of them that are done up that are pretty slick. Don't get me wrong. But uh, to bring back the Dart name with that was just to me a, a head shaker. You know, <sighs> yeah. and yeah. And, yeah. and then I I. I got one for a rental car, and I couldn't – I, I, I that's the only time I've ever rented a car that I called back the, the rental car place and said, I want another car. That was the only time I've done that ever in my life because – It was just, it had no traction. It Mm -hmm. torque steered all over the place. And I wasn't even getting on it. And I'm like, what is with this thing? I'm like, I can't drive this. And, like, I I was, like, going on a long trip with it and stuff. I'm like, I'm not driving this thing for six hours straight, you know? So I, like, Um. brought it back. And they ended up giving me, like, an Audi or something like that. But I was like. Yeah. This thing is junk, like holy smokes, you know. But again, no offense to the Dodge Dart fans out there. I know there's a whole ring of them and stuff, and there's some really cool ones out there. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. it did come with a car. manual transmission,
2: yeah. though, which was a plus. true. True, you it have was to based give. Based
1: on an a Alfa Romeo, tip.
0: you know, and
1: they they basically rebodied it to sell it in the states. It's um, I've never driven one, but to be completely honest, like for I think they're about sixteen thousand bucks. Yeah, like, they're real cheap. It's, when you it's compare the, that today's to K like car Chrysler yep. laser that was twelve in the eighties. Like mm-hmm. you're it's I you know, blow that up to like you said, it was you know twenty five maybe mm-hmm. in modern yeah. modern yeah. dollars. You know, yeah. yeah, it's probably half the car.
0: It's probably like this generation's Omni, if you ask yes. me. Yes, you know, yes. where it's like they had the yeah. Omni, but then they kinda had like some cool versions of the Omni. So but right. you have people that love it and you have people that hate it, you know. And so a real so, uh, a
2: real Niche group there of people yes. that are into that. <laughs> yes, yeah, kind of like
1: Dodge Neon fans a little bit. Yes, yeah. Yes, um, without a doubt. So
2: I rented a Dart in uh, Phoenix one time, and I I started calling it uh, my Dodge Darte, <laughs> kind, of, kind of like Joe <laughs> yes. Dirt. Joe Dirt.
0: Joe Dirt. That's right. That's funny. I was trying to
2: church it up a little.
0: That's great. Well, that's like one of my, one of my friends had a. He had a Plymouth laser and he called it the Lazer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Lazer. <Losser.
0: laughs> Time to hop in the Lazer. Gonna go get some beer.
2: <laughs> it was great.
0: Oh, anyways. All right. So
2: move on to the next segment. Yes, let's do All
0: right. it. Okay, so in this segment, we're going to go around the table and we're going to talk about one thing that we love about the car and one thing that we hate about the car. So, we're going to go, let's see, we're going to go by distance. So, Julian, you take the cake since you're the furthest one away. So, we're going to start with you. One thing you love and one thing you hate. Oh, man. I was going to go last. Last. Because
1: um, I I really like the thing that I don't like I think is maybe the most obvious thing, but um, it's also kind of what I do like about it. Um, unfortunately, it's the same thing I think I picked last time, uh, or maybe a previous time we discussed, which is just the the drive line. Um, I it looks like it should be rear wheel drive so much. Really, I, I ache for it to have like that we mm. drive powertrain and then i read about it and i mean it's it's i'm not let down but i'm like man that would have put it in my like potential cars i would want to own versus like things
0: that i think are just interesting you know yeah like, I, I can that see that factor... i can see that so it's kind of similar to like the Datsun or something like that where mm-hmm. you know yep. it it, it yeah, interesting. I mean, if it's, I, if, I, it's, I, if, it's
2: I, if it's lining up with Camaros and Mustangs and, you know, mm-hmm. you look at... I, I agree. You look at, it, like, like, yeah. y- you look at it and you're like, that looks like... Yeah. You look at it and you're like, is that capable. a Camaro? Is that a Camaro? It like? does.
1: It, it yep. pulls a lot of that styling across. And Mustang mm-hmm. was doing that thing, that, too, with the quad headlights during that yep. time mm-hmm. period and uh, the T-tops. I mean, um, yeah, that's that's probably what I like about it is it, it takes all these 80s cues and just... It just... Do you want more 80s cues? No problem. Right. We're, Chrysler we're has them. a 97-page catalog of That's 80s, right. 80s cues. Can you, you say know? no
2: problem in the door robot voice?
1: Like? <laughs> no problem. No problem. There you go. Do you <laughs> need good. a hood scoop, Thaddeus?
2: <laughs> Thaddeus Walker.
1: Thaddeus. How about T-tops or oh, louvers? Do you want louvers? We that have yes. all the
0: louvers, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so the uh, thing that you love about it was what? Yeah,
1: now? yeah. The thing I love is that it actually it apes all these uh, sports car styling cues. Gotcha. Um, all the the rear sporty. lights. I mean, if you put an RX 7 first first gen mm-hmm. next to mm-hmm. it, those tail lights are almost a copy. Like they have the yeah. angle. They have a lot of these mm-hmm. um, uh, horizontal lines across it that um, look almost just like the sevens. And then, you know, they have that three window hatch. That's, you know, also, you know, with the T tops and the, um, two tone. And, you know, if you want more eighties cues in one car, you'd be hard pressed to find them in any other car, you know,
0: than than this. So, okay. I love it. So you love that. It's like very eighties sporty, but you hate that it's front wheel drive.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't, you know, hates a strong word, but, Um, sure you know if if i could change one thing about it that would probably be the thing because when i look at it it almost promises that and Mm -hmm. then you know but beyond that i mean it has all the looks you know what i mean it has everything else that you would want and and more um yeah way more
2: now julian there's nothing stopping you from converting True. it to a rear-wheel drive mm. Daytona. Julian. Well,
1: no, except Jeff. I know he'd come down and kill me if I destroyed No, it. I wouldn't. <laughs>
0: One of the handful of rare... If you destroyed it, I would, but if you build it up to be rear-wheel drive and actually worked, oh, dude, what if it was... What if it was all-wheel drive?
1: Whoa. Yeah, well, they did yeah. that too, right? I guess they had an all-wheel drive program that they canceled in, like, 1987 for it. So maybe yeah. that would be yep. the deal. It was just, like, hook that's up, I'm figure out what they were doing, and hook up with those guys. I'm they had Lotus working on that. They did. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: Julian, I think that's that's your next project. Just forget about the Sobs. Forget <laughs> about the Miatas, right. the, R- <laughs> the RXs.
0: But don't Go you f- dare touch a Daytona. Don't you dare. You go get a laser <laughs> I'm and you gonna build that it. puppy up. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. All right, Nate dog. Yeah, yeah. Nate. Let's see Nate, my Nate, turn. What, what do you love, what do you hate or um, dislike?
2: I think what I love about it is just just kinda it's similar to what Julian had said. Um just the whole package where they they're willing to make like the sporty car out of you know out of this kind of this common base this k-car
0: um mm-hmm. that
2: they were making so many different models with and uh, they were willing to make this um uh, sporty vehicle that was that was kind of a compromise i guess you know but yeah, it was but a it, big reach for them at the but time too. yeah 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 but it was like it was so good because it's like you have all these like all these cool things that you could add to it, and uh, that would make it more expensive, obviously. But uh, still, overall, an affordable vehicle, sporty. It's got you know per- performance that at the time it was nothing to, to scoff at. Obviously, it's not. It wasn't the best, but it's like right. you know, it's like it, it's different. It's not a muscle car, but it can still compete with a muscle car um, so just that they kind of comp- made this compromise between like just I just like blistering performance type car that they didn't do that, you know, but they stepped it back and they made it sporty enough, but still affordable. The styling was cool. I still think that all the styling is really cool um, and you mentioned earlier the gas mileage was was pretty awesome, yeah, especially compared mm-hmm. to. The cars it was yeah. competing with, fourteen fifty mile, yeah, exactly. And yeah. like you like you said, gas crisis, yep. you know, ish area, it was a big girl. So yep. yeah, I mean, is uh, so I, I think that's probably what I what I love about it, and just kind of looking at these. I was telling you guys I found this like, uh, the you know this I don't know this vintage dealer, I guess what you call him I don't know a guy that mm-hmm. only buys certain cars, and they're all in good, really really good condition and stuff. Um, just looking at this 84 laser that's just in pristine condition and just mm-hmm. looking at it, I'm like, you know, I would love to just buy that car and drive it myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is. Well, yeah, Cause it's
0: just such a time capsule, you know, Yeah. it's just like yeah. going so yeah. back in the time and it's just like plop, you know? Oh, that'd be great. It's, it's so much different. It's It's way different than like finding somebody that's like just been struggling to keep it going. Yeah. You know, yeah. but when you find one that's got like under a thousand miles or whatever it was that that video that you had like three thousand miles or whatever. Yeah, it was. Lo- and it was, it, was, it, was low. it looked perfect. The interior wasn't faded. The paint wasn't faded. It yeah. was gorgeous. It was like showroom it was, condition. Yeah. Which Gosh, you know, under,
2: obviously, you're not going to find a lot of those. And if you do, no, you're no, pay a especially lot cars
0: like this. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I bet you. I bet you. There's under ten. I would say there's under ten within the United States that have anything under ten thousand miles on them sure you know it's such a weird car that somebody would stash behind you know i mean
2: yeah i think just yeah just the whole package like all the 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 styling and the and the the affordability but still the performance Mm -hmm. just that kind of walking that line of you know not a not a putz but not a muscle car it's just it's Mm -hmm. just right in that sweet spot that the average person can, can buy it and enjoy it and not like they get utility out of it and they don't regret it because it's, you yeah. know, cause it's eating up their gas or their, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just this solid car. So, yeah. Um, as far as what I hate about it, man, you know, the, like you said, hates a strong word and I don't know. Yeah, cut deep, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't i don't know man i mean i don't maybe the fact that i just i didn't have maybe this is this isn't a knock on the car it's just a hate Mm -hmm. of the fact that i never got to experience the car like never really Mm -hmm. got to Mm -hmm. see it a lot like I, i know they probably made a a good chunk of the daytonas but it's like i feel like yeah. i didn't see a lot of them around and then when you do they're in like you know really bad poor shape shape yep. they just they're yep. they're all faded sun faded and oxidized and they yep. run like crap you know you can hear them from a mile away because the exhaust is all you know whatever and yeah um, it just yeah i kind of i hate you just that i missed out I hate that I yeah, that I missed out on that era of it. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's a car that 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 is really Yeah, totally. It's a car that's really cool and I don't know what it is because there's plenty of cars from that era that I have seen more of and -hmm. you see around, but it's just like I just feel like you don't see these as much. Well
0: I think I think well so two things with that. So the laser, they sold about 150,000 of these things, you know, from 84 to 86. So, which isn't a lot when you think about it. The mm-hmm. Daytona, on the other hand, I don't even know how many they sold, probably five times as many, if not more. And because uh, they had them, you know, they marketed the Dodge a lot more than the mm-hmm, Chrysler. Sure. And then plus, they, they you know, marketed it to a different uh, era, you know, it was more yeah. geared towards the younger generation and stuff. Um, so yeah, you have that, and then plus they also went longer with it, you know. But, but I think though, with that being said, I think the reason that you don't see a lot of them is because they were marketed to a younger generation who beat the crap out of those things. So they're things. all and, trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and don't get me wrong, you know the the K car was a was a good car, you know, Durable. but it was it wasn't built to put three hundred thousand miles on. It wasn't right. built to be at the track on weekends and then you know going to work on on sure. Monday. You know, I mean. It was it was built to have some fun, but it was it was a temporary sports car, you know, and it's just sad because that was just at that time everybody was trying to produce something that was affordable, and with that they had to cut corners, and unfortunately they cut corners on stuff that just broke, and you know, yeah. and they didn't keep manufacturing it. So it's well, sad. and I
2: think like you know they had they were cutting corners and trying to make something you know, cheap and affordable. Yeah. But it's like, that's like a, the fact that they made this, the laser and the Daytona, they were still able to make something like that. You know, it makes me, that's like a, you know, bravo to them for being able to do that. I mean, I think it's just. Right.
1: um, Absolutely. You know, you look at like Toyota and, you know, in a way this is Chrysler's Celica, you know, or. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. You know they sell a ton of Corollas, you know, and mm-hmm. um, they sell a lot less Celicas, and they end up in the hands of teenagers and ruined. And now those are all gone. Same thing, you know. Right? The, yeah, dude, man. You know, and, and honestly, like even like it, there's like something that. You know, all these cars end up living outdoors, and so the paint yes. gets faded. The interior changes color. Yeah, you know, these are usually third cars for people. You know, so like mm-hmm. like Declan's Veloster. You know, you don't park that in the garage. You know, because no. there's no space, and so mm-hmm. you know, it paint's better now. But you know, a car does that for ten
0: years. It's gonna well, look different than if it's you're in exactly the garage right for ten years, and, and so. especially back then in the the eighties in nineties Chrysler you know Mm -hmm. products they were just the paint was so bad they oxidized they chipped you you saw so many of those cars would just drive around with just all the top of it is just exposed primer. You know it's just gray. Yeah just gray not sure (laughs) if it was ever really gray originally yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah it's sad but all right cool so my choices yes Jeff all right so my choices um, I would say the thing that I love the most about the car, and this is hard because I, I could get really granular. Like I, you know, obviously I could be like real general and say like, I just love the overall styling. Cause I do, I love the styling of the car, but like, I'm thinking like so granular, granular to it because I have a more of a personal relationship with it. You know? Sure. Um, sure. Uh, it was almost like my car. I went everywhere with my brother in this thing all the time. Um, but the feature I'm going to say I love the most about the car was, and the, uh, again, this is a an upgraded option, um, but the feature that I love the most about that car that you could get was the T-tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I go. think that no doubt about it, if T-tops were a thing today, they would still be flying off the shelves. Um, I think they're just a super rad feature on cars back in the day that I really wish were still prominent today. Um but uh I just loved the T tops on those cars. But the thing that I hate about it is uh and this is way out in left field. Um you guys know I'm a big Carol Shelby fan. Uh they never of they offered what's that? <laughs> never heard of him. I did I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They offered an eighty six. They who she who's <laughs> is that your grandma <laughs> In in 1986, they offered a Dodge Daytona CS version, um, Mm -hmm. and they only offered a a handful of these. And they're still, to this day, very highly sought after. Um, They weren't actually designed by Carroll Shelby himself or anything like that. He had really nothing to do with it, but they put the CS on there um, because it was like uh, they added different competition stuff. Um, they did different gas shocks and struts. They did a, a anti sway bar that was thicker. They did a solid rear bar on the back. They did way different tires that were, um, you know, bigger with more. Uh, Better, you know, traction and stuff, and you know, it was just. And then what was cool about it, what I loved about it though, was it wasn't like Shelby or anything. It was just this tiny little C slash S that was like right by the front tire, you know, in between the door and the tire. And so you're just driving along, and you see this Daytona, and you look over, and you're like, oh, that's cool. And you're like, what the heck? What's that CS stand for? It was just a slight difference, but the the thing is, the driver knew that that thing could outperform a a, a lot of things on the road. And uh, I just love that. I love that. But it it ticks me off that they only did it for the Daytona. You know, it's like they they blended so many other things from each car over and stuff, but that was the one thing that they didn't do. And it just makes me sad that they didn't offer a CS version of the laser. But
2: Well, yeah, it's like, you know, who knows what drives these decisions to – you know, we talked about this a little bit again. We were talking a couple weeks ago when we were like, man, why do not we record this? Um, you know, where, what, yeah, like what drives these decisions, these these things where you're like, man, why didn't they do that? That would have been so sweet. And it's like, yeah. you know, who, what happened in a boardroom or on a spreadsheet that they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Um, right. Just, that's kind of, thinking about that stuff, I mean, could drive you crazy, I guess. But uh, at the same yeah. time, it's a real interesting Kind of, exactly. What if kind of scenario? But
0: it it's just it just goes to show though how much I actually adore that car though because like I I look at it and there's nothing about it that I don't like you know what I mean yeah so there's nothing about it that I would change that would that was just a decision I think that was made by you know Daimler Chrysler and stuff that you know that I don't really I wish they would have done differently but you know to each their own that's fine sure. but overall love the car love 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 the car. So, um,
2: All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, please be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest tire kicker news and happenings. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>